This is best friend of the show, Monica Cabina, artist and colorist on Batman The Adventures Continue. And you're listening to the DCAU Review, hosted by Cal and Liam, streaming at DCAUreview.com and on your favorite podcast app. Hey everybody, welcome to a bonus episode number 17 of the DCAU Review. I am one of your hosts, Cal, and with me, along for the ride as he always is, my good friend, brother, and the gentleman that runs our Twitter account. That's right, it's Liam. Liam, welcome to bonus episode number 17, where, as the title suggests, if you uh, if you read it before you uh, started playing this episode, we are here to talk about a poster! <laughs> <laughs> that is right, Cal. It is a exciting time, so to speak. Well, it will be. It will It'll be. be an exciting time in it's some exciting time. No, it is. I'm. 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 We're, <laughs> we're being uh, facetious because we don't have a ton to actually go on of. Uh, so it's going to be a a nice nice piping pot of uh, of speculation for the next uh, half hour or so here. But yeah, so they we got a pretty big announcement. Actually, a couple announcements on uh, earlier this week or last week as we found out that. Most importantly, or most uh, headline-grabbingly, I would say, we are aware now that there is a new Batman cartoon in the works being produced sort of in tandem for HBO Max and Cartoon Network. And the people that are attached to the project so far, we know the names are J.J. Abrams, mm-hmm. Matt Reeves, mm-hmm. and a guy named Bruce Tim, who I do not know. <laughs> Bruce W. Tim, I believe. Oh, oh Bruce W. Tim. Now I know the other Tim. That's other Bruce Tim. Now I know who we're talking about. Yeah, holy cow. <laughs> uh, man, this was exciting, huge, amazing news to start the week. And uh, you sent me the article while I was at work, and I, I, I think I fell out of my chair. My, <laughs> my coworkers looked at me a, a little bit strangely, but. Man, uh, this uh, to me is exciting. Now, uh, previously uh, on the DCAU review, if you recall, back in the archives, you can actually check our episode, our first episode of Discuss This League, where we were actually talking about there's this, been this rumor for several years now because there's nothing hotter than nostalgia. Nostalgia mm-hmm. is still, uh, Hollywood is still riding the nostalgia wave. Everything is getting rebooted. Everything that is old is new again. Yeah. Uh, no original ideas exist anymore. We, uh, we ride we that wave a little bit on our show that's right <laughs> Just, to say the least it's the entire reason why our show exists right uh we love the nostalgia as as uh our generation just holds dearly to those things that uh, we loved from our childhood so because of that and because of the popularity of streaming services everybody has to have them and you need to have content that brings people to spend their nine or ten dollars a month to access your streaming service you have to have something to entice them so what better to do than nostalgia there's been these rumors for several years now and then more intensely over the last few months that there was going to be a Batman the Animated Series reboot. We didn't know what that meant. We didn't know if that meant new stories set in that original DCAU timeline. Mm-hmm. We didn't know if that, know if that meant just additional 
uh, literally going back and recasting uh, people and doing more stories from the original Batman the Animated Series and not bothering any of the other continuity or tie-ins or any of that stuff. We really didn't know. We speculated a lot on this episode. On that episode, I would advise you check it out. We had mm-hmm. our friends from Tim Talk and our friends from the DCAU Watchtower database on there to talk all about what we fantasy uh, fantasized about what that could mean. Uh, but this week we have a little bit, not a lot more, but a little bit more clarity from this announcement. So based on the announcement that uh, one of the uh, Hollywood rags, I believe, reported first, it was Hollywood Reporter or Forbes mm-hmm. or one of those, uh, They, uh, it, it seems that the announcement, uh, pairing uh, the announcement with J.J. Abrams and uh, Matt Reeves, J.J. Uh, Abrams, of course, of Lost Fame, uh, Star Wars fame, Cloverfield. Uh, he's done a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, we. I think we found out this week. He's a bit of a bit of a controversial character. I, I guess a bit of a lightning rod. I yeah, mean, it helped our engagement on Instagram. Honestly, I'm glad I put. I'm glad I put his name in the tags. Uh, if we're being honest, because that post uh, did quite well as far as uh, people commenting For and sure. liking on it. But uh, no, yeah, he's. Uh, I look. I. There's a lot to say. He's a. I think it's. I think it's almost inarguable. He's a very creative man. For sure. Whether or not his creative visions always come out exactly right, that's obviously a completely subjective thing. Uh, whether you liked or didn't like Lost or Alias or some of his TV work, going all the way through, as you mentioned, to things like Cloverfield or Star Trek or Star Wars, that's uh, that's totally up to you. But he's a big Hollywood name, and. At, at putting him on this on this you know animated series certainly I think is going to make people take notice and obviously when you combine that with uh, director and Matt Reeves who he uh, has worked with on actually one of those Cloverfield sequels the good one with John Goodwin not the bad one where it was in space correct uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank but, you for clarifying uh, but yes they've uh, they've worked together Matt Reeves of course also has done the the more recent Planet of the Apes movies. And of course, obviously, uh, most famously when it comes to the character of Batman, he's directing The Batman. That's right. uh, Starring Robert Pattinson coming out sometime next year. So having people who are those kind of big higher echelon people at uh, Warner Brothers and DC filmmaking and then bringing them together with uh, sort of the godfather of, of DC animation, one of the godfathers of DC animation, uh, of this modern era in Bruce Tim and having those their powers combined in some sort of giant creative uh, Voltron of, of Batman <laughs> storytelling, it's it's everyone's gonna watch this, right? Like For whether sure. anyone who has any passing interest in the character of Batman is significantly to us, obviously people that grew up uh, watching Batman the animated series still go back to it quite often. Uh, it's this is going to be a big deal when it comes out i think for both for fans who are more fans of the movies because of those big names in jj abrams and and matt reeves being on the project but also of course having bruce tim is going to make i think a lot of people who remember the show finally uh, fondly uh, are going to come to it and of course obviously it's going to be on cartoon network you would think this is also going to be to a certain extent aired at creating a new generation this is going to be aired uh, created for for children to an extent as well to maybe make new fans for for who will this will be their this could end up being their quintessential Batman for yep. their generation so it's very exciting 
Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. And it's interesting because, as you mentioned, we had a lot of interaction uh, with certainly a, a vast amount of opinions. Uh, again, a lot of the the heat, per se, came against J.J. Abrams. A lot of people have take issue with what he did with beloved franchises like Star Trek and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Whether or not he was culpable for either of those, <laughs> I, I, I think, is, is up for debate. Um, I think that uh, I didn't have an issue. I, I wasn't a Star Trek guy growing up, but right. I've seen his, uh, I think, two of the three Star Trek movies he did. Or mm-hmm. I, I think know. he only did the first. He may have been a producer on the third one. I think he only directed the first two. Okay, I saw two of the three, and I think they were both the ones that he directed. And they were, they were fine. They mm-hmm. were interesting to me. I didn't have any sort of uh endearment to that property so i i didn't mm-hmm. I, it maybe that's why uh star wars on the other hand uh i'm a huge we're huge star wars fans yes um and uh while i did not uh love the way that the trilogy ended up going his direct to he again he only directed two and was involved mm-hmm. with two of the three um, I liked the two movies that he ended up doing a lot better than the other, th- the third one. Um, but those movies uh, have their own issues, and whether or not sure. he was responsible for how they were directed or, or the storytelling uh, is also up for debate. So uh, I know a lot of people are still still dealing with PTSD with how, <laughs> uh, from my understanding, with how Lost ended. I'm not yes. a Lost guy either. Uh, a lot of people still hold that against him. Yeah, I fell off around the third season or so, and it seems like maybe that was the right call. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I can somewhat uh, identify with that, having been a, a Walking Dead fan, though, where it's mm-hmm. just like they don't have any idea how the ending of this show is going to go. <laughs> and I fell off Walking Dead a long time ago, so it's I, I can kind of agree with that. And then to be disappointed with, like, oh, it's just not, from my understanding, it's just the ending is very unsatisfactory. So mm. um, with that said, to me, I think the sneaky thing and what I told a lot of people that we interacted with this week is to me J.J. Abrams name is attached to this for that recognition only Mm -hmm. I can't imagine that J.J. Abrams with uh, him being brought into WB Bad Robot his production company was purchased by WB from my understanding Mm -hmm. so then bringing him in he's gonna they're gonna attach his names to various different things as producer or executive producer and that's gonna give it some clout because when you hear that name jj abrams love him or hate him there is some clout that comes with that um and not so much with matt reeves who's definitely a a rising star and i think once maybe the 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 uh batman film comes out Mm -hmm. that could that could change uh, forever that could be the defining name on this but if you had just slapped bruce tim's name on it i think you're limiting your scope of who would know or care about that yes Uh, you'd have to go into a lot more depth so in a way this is almost history repeating itself in what happened with the original batman the animated series so this one by the way is called it looks like it's gonna be called batman caped crusader Mm -hmm. uh so it's it's tying itself to this launch possibly of a new batman franchise so you're gonna have people that are excited about this new batman movie that's coming out even for the stinger and the trailer that they've already put out for there was a lot of Mm -hmm. buzz a lot of excitement a lot of 
people love Batman. He's still at an all-time high when it comes to popularity. So if you tie this into the release of that movie, the excitement that happens, it's not all that different than what happened with Batman Returns in 1992, Mm -hmm. where you're tying this cartoon, even though Tim Burton has nothing to do with it, he's not making any decisions on it. He was originally tied to it as kind of making as an executive producer, Mm -hmm. um, at least originally. So you tie this name to it, and it gives it that clout. People are going to tune in because they're interested and but he's really doesn't have a lot of decision making or or any like he doesn't carry any weight other than just his name being attached right yeah and there's and you know obviously uh, bruce tim and eric Adamski have credited him in the sense that if he wasn't sort of on board with an animated series sort of vaguely in the vein of his movies it probably doesn't get made right and obviously there's you know elements the design of penguin things like that that were certainly brought over from that and that's sort of, and that was also as uh, I know they, uh, Bruce Tim and Paul Dini and Eric Kronowski have said they were allowed to make the show sort of as dark and and gritty as it was, because they were saying, hey, this is in the vein of the very popular, profitable Batman film, right, uh, by Tim Burton. So certainly he had a role in it, but yes, he was not an active creative force on the project, and it would be surprising to me if it turned out that that J.J. Abrams and and maybe even Matt Reeves really are like super hands-on in in that process, um, but I mean obviously that, that that and again this is it's so early on in the process. The only other real details we have about the series at the moment are uh, you know the, there's sort of a, a joint press release uh, from from Abrams and Reeves where they talk about. Uh, they want want to introduce Batman to a new generation. They specifically mention, though, it's sort of a reimagination, and they want it to bring it back to the film noir roots. And that's J.J. Abrams. That would be his fingerprints because he has an appreciation for that older film, that mm-hmm. the way that films and old Hollywood and all of that is very much in, in what he appreciates. So him him talking about bringing it back to that route and from the poster itself the poster uh, which i believe was drawn by bruce tim it certainly looks like it could be a bruce tim drawing i don't know mm-hmm. if it's credited to him or not but definitely invokes that original 1939 1940 appearance of the dark knight himself uh, in that original bob kane bill finger uh drawing with the uh, sort of the longer ears but s- still like the top of the head kind of meeting the kind of like a bulbous head almost mm-hmm. um, and really not all that different than a Bruce Tim directed short that we saw a few years ago as well which got our wheels turning as to what that could look like yeah it uh, it the the image itself very much is evocative of uh, detective comics 31 specifically uh, it's sort of this uh, overarching uh, Batman sort of the big giant face in in the sky and you kind of see some of the 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 uh, the the set around him there's uh in in that cover cover it's sort of a mountain cliff area whereas in in the new poster it's more of the the sort of again looks very similar to something out of Batman the animated series a very sort of art deco inspired old old looking city uh, escape below him but yes that is certainly seems to be what they're going for is something which I think uh, Matt Reeves has talked about wanting to do in his live action film as well as wanting to sort of go back to a more a, a simpler sort of detective style of Batman and and certainly it seems like it, it might be taking cues from those those very early uh, Bill Finger and, and Bob Kane comics 
But to you, as you mentioned, Cal, for the uh, for the seventy fifth anniversary of Batman, there was a few different uh, sort of animated shorts created. There's a fantastic uh, Batman Beyond one that was created by Darwin Cook, but the the Bruce Tim one, very interestingly, was not only was it uh, very much designed to be this sort of uh, very 1930s sort of even less technology than maybe in a, a, your average episode of the original Batman series uh, uh, in the in sort of the character designs and things but uh, also it was entirely in black and white correct so that and whether or not I I don't know that I could see them doing a full series especially it's if it's gonna be on Cartoon Network right. in black and white but yeah I could see a very sort of dark muted color palette sort of you know, I, sure. I could see them going for that sort of, so sort of vibe as uh, as as the the series begins to develop. I agree. Yeah. Um, all right. So last thing I guess that we'll we'll talk about here, and this is uh, pluses or minuses, love it or hate it. Uh, from that press release, uh, they do talk about. Uh, I think they mention a new universe, and mm-hmm. they, but they do they use the word returning to, but I I'm, I'm pretty sure they talk about a new universe and introducing. A new generation to uh, you know Batman's Rogues Gallery and all of that and reinventing. So from all uh, all intents and purposes, it, it appears at this point that this is not going to be a DCAU continuity reboot of Batman the animated series. So it's gonna kind of st- it seems like it's gonna stand on its own. Again, this is all we have is a poster and a press release. Mm-hmm. But this, and that could change, you know, who knows, in the next several months, we never know. But it appears, at least from first glance, that this is not going to be tied to the DCAU. Yeah, and uh, again, we we discussed this quite quite a bit more in depth on our our first episode of Discuss This League with uh, with Maddie and, and Chris, but... That's something I think that we we kind of are in lockstep on, and again we discussed this with quite a few people on uh, on both on Twitter and Instagram this week at DCAU Review. Uh, I talked to people who were very disappointed that this isn't maybe going. This isn't the direct Batman the animated series revival that was sort of rumored, as we mentioned, that sort of started in a, in a Kevin Smith podcast a little while back and uh but i think you and i kind of looked at it more and again we talked about it more in depth on on that discuss league episode but there's a lot of danger i think that comes from a danger maybe a more dramatic word than it needs to be sure. but but uh with going back directly into that reboot we talked about speaking of reboot star wars yep. or if you look at uh, you know arrested development is probably my my number one go-to example for something like this where it's very hard to revive a, pro- a project after this many years at all but especially one that is so beloved and i know bruce tim has personally spoke spoken about being kind of hesitant to go back to that dca world because he's not just He's not competing. He doesn't feel he's competing with or continuing on the stories as they actually are. So much as he's competing with people's memories, people's sure. nostalgia, the feelings they had when they watched that show when they were fifteen or twelve or eight years old. Yep. That cannot be recreated, and that if he feels like it would be a disappointment if he tried to go back and tell those stories and the people that have such a love for them. Uh, were let down by it. He feels Absolutely. like it would be a mistake. So I'm, I think we're both of the mind. I'll, I'll let you give your piece here in a second. Yeah. I've been talking for a while. That's okay. Um, but I think I am very much of the mind that 
I love the idea of doing something in the vein of Batman the Animated Series, of doing a simpler, stripped-down, uh, you know, less maybe less high-tech gadgetry Batman, detect a detective Batman, but without having to live up or try to connect itself or be bogged down in specific continuity with certain characters or villains or other other sort of supporting roles um not feeling necessarily bogged down or feeling like that's a chain because that's certainly that's not what i would want i wouldn't want and that's goes for any reboot of a property um i would never want someone to come back to it because they felt like they had to right uh, you know i would only want them to come back to it if they if they felt they had a good story to tell and so creating something that is in a similar vein but is not doesn't have to necessarily play within this certain certain defined sandbox maybe that's a, actually a good thing no i i agree i think uh we tweeted out this week and responded a lot that this is the best case scenario i think for us bruce tim is involved and actually it was interesting there were some there's some people that don't necessarily care for bruce tim either i guess because of some of the the direct-to-video things that he's directed, but I'd say he's got a pretty good batting average when it yeah. comes to Batman and animation, and certainly he's built up enough goodwill uh, for me for it to give him uh, to be trustworthy enough to me. So, uh, you know, having Bruce Tim involved in an animated project of Batman that could really launch a new uh, a, a new universe going forward is exciting. It's a, it's very exciting. Um, and then having you know Matt Reeves name tied to it, great. Maybe he writes an episode. Maybe he directs an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so having having other and and bring in a, additional writers or, or launch a new for a new generation too. We've talked we talked about it. I think way back on our first Elseworlds month that the last animated Batman property on television for the this generation was Beware the Batman. Yeah, there hasn't been a a Batman animated television show in when was that 2011 2012 yeah, 2012 2013 so like... probably over almost a decade since there's been a, a a reoccurring batman animated property on television so that's that's a lot of years for a child not to be exposed <laughs> to a, you know to 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 the dark knight in animated form so what a great opportunity to sort of launch that and for them to have to try and, and tie it into DCAU and write stories around that and fit it into continuity and keep the, the, the people who are now 20 and 30 and 40 years old that loved that original Batman the Animated Series happy while also being interesting to a, an 8 or 9 or 12 year old. It's just like, it, it's really, I can't imagine trying to balance that. So to me, mm-hmm. this is the best case that we could have looked for. It also has no chance in tarnishing a legacy that has really lived up to, uh, you know, has has really uh, not done very much to be tarnished, even in the extended properties that they've done over the last couple years. Eh, give or take Batman and Harley Quinn. That one's <laughs> that was probably the pariah of, of all the DCAU stuff. But for the most part, there have been a lot of, of home runs uh, that have been hit. So they don't have to very much worry about tarnishing that legacy uh, and and still able to do some fun stuff that could be very appealing to both adults and kids. Absolutely. And look, this does. I don't think this also means that we'll never get a, you know, in-continuity DCAU property again or anything. Like, uh, you know, maybe they'll cross over even at some point. Sure. You, know, you, you, you have some of these sort of adjacent DCAU things, like the Justice League Gods and Monsters uh, 
movie from a few years ago that had a bunch of uh, shorts that were uh, developed for YouTube that were going to kind of create their own sort of parallel universe in the same style. So it's not. I don't think this is completely new ground. Like this has happened before, and I think you can you can do that. And again, if you want to cross them over one day, great. If if you want to keep them completely separate, I think that's fine too. But I think for this series, for what they want this series to be, which is obviously like a big prestige animated series but that also has appeal to to kids yeah i think it trying to bog it down in continuity from from 30 years worth of shows is a real it's gonna be a real rough ask for a lot of i think for a lot of new fans so yeah i think i think as you said i think this definitely uh qualifies for the best of both worlds when it comes to a, a any sort of animated bruce tim batman project coming out for sure uh, and Liam would be remiss as we uh, we kind of wrap things up here uh, over the next few minutes uh, not kind of buried in the buried in that uh, that press release from DC they happen to mention also uh, not only is a is this Batman Cape Crusader show in development uh, but there is also uh, returning to animation uh, for the first time also in several at this point would be several decades uh, there is going to uh, there's production being done on an animated Superman television show. That's right. So yeah, we know a little bit more in the way of details. We actually have like a we know who is playing Superman, the actor Jack Quaid, who folks would know from uh, The Boys and uh, a few other uh, Netflix and Amazon series. I believe is going to be playing a young Superman. As they sort of established it as this uh, series that's going to be focusing on a young Clark Kent and Lois Lane sort of just starting out at the Daily Planet, kind of establishing themselves as well as kind of meeting Jimmy Olsen for the first time and then sort of coupling that with uh, with Clark sort of taking his first steps as Superman. Looks like we've we've only seen one image so far. It does look like it has a bit of a more of a, an Eastern anime flavor to the character designs at least. So uh, we don't know a ton more about that other than that we have... Uh, Jack Quaid as Superman and Alice Lee playing Lois Lane and the series is also being produced or executive produced by Sam Register who's the, uh, the I think he's the president of Warner Brothers Animation so the, and this is another one that's sort of being co-produced for uh, HBO Max and uh, and Cartoon Network so yeah it's pretty uh, pretty exciting times for uh, for the world's finest here as we we have uh, two new animated series that, like like we said, it looks like they have a lot of talented people. I think they're going to take good stewardship of these characters, but that it, it doesn't necessarily need to be a connected universe either. I think letting letting these characters sort of stand out on their own uh, in their own series for a while could be could be fun and a little bit more refreshing. Yeah, I agree. And there's uh, we know that also uh, a little bit ago there was an announcement, maybe even back at DC Fandom, that... Uh, Aquaman King of Atlantis is also another cartoon being in developed uh, being developed that one looks like uh, a little bit more geared towards a younger audience uh, maybe based on the animation style hard to tell mm-hmm. uh, we don't know a ton about that either uh, but it's always great to hear that there's more DC animated content coming out uh, one of the things that I think is uh, really not debatable between the two major uh, comic book companies is that mm-hmm. DC continues to be the king when it comes to animation and taking their properties and translating them over into animation, which is ironic seeing as how Disney owns Marvel <laughs> and Disney is just one big <laughs> animation studio that has taken over the world. But 
it, it's it's great to see that that uh, that Warner Brothers is hopefully and with their merger with AT and T and all that that hopefully AT and T is and and that conglomeration now continues to invest in animation and certainly uh, in in making. DC Comics, the sort of preeminent comic book presence in the animation field. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely exciting. Uh, hopefully, there's there's even more pro- projects to come. I know a lot of folks were talking to speak this week about wanting to see a Wonder Woman animated series. That seems like a no brainer to uh, to Absolutely. us. Absolutely, slam the, dunk. Yeah, you know, the success of the movies and everything. It seems like let's get Susan Eisenberg in here. Absolutely, it no. doesn't even have to be DCAU, but I mean, yeah. we prefer it to be DCAU. Sure. But... Yeah, but I, I think that's 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 an easy slam dunk, and then obviously we know there's going to be things like a with the Flash movie, the live action Flash movie, which is in production now, and and the Black Adam movie, like maybe we, there could be a Shazam. There's a lot. Of, I think there's a lot of interesting ideas out there, and I think it's something that people uh, should remember more is that a lot of times these characters, because maybe they come out of a cartoonish comic book. Uh, they lend themselves to animation very well, and you can tell stories in animation with these characters that you just cannot do in a live-action two-hour movie. Absolutely. So I'm uh, I'm definitely excited, and, and fingers crossed we, we have even more DC animation projects on the way. Agreed. All right, Liam, well, that will wrap us up for this week. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this bonus episode. If you would like to interact with us and let us know what your thoughts are on the exciting announcement of Batman Cape Crusader, my... Adventures with Superman and uh, Aquaman King of Atlantis and really anything else uh, associated with DC Animation. Maybe the, you like the Harley Quinn series or uh, the. I know there's a lot of excitement about the upcoming uh, Justice Society movie and uh, of course Batman, uh, Long Halloween, all of mm-hmm. that. Uh, some excitement. A lot of stuff still happening here with DC Animation. So tweet us at DCAU Review. We'd love to have those conversations. Uh, you can also follow us at DCAU Review on Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast uh, app and then don't forget to also give us a follow uh, on the the Pod Tower channel on YouTube. Uh, give us a follow there. You can subscribe to us, get our content, get the thoughts uh, from from some of our friends over at Tim Talk and the Watchtower database as well. But until next time, I'm Cal. And I'm Liam. And we will talk to you on the next episode of the DCAU. Adios. Adios.